You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. I was just meditating the last few days on Jesus, the light of the world. We live in a world with darkness all around us, right? We're facing darkness all the time. But we are not like those without hope. Because our hope is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our living hope and he's living on the inside of us. We live in a world that's uncertain at the moment. But we're not without hope. The children of Israel, you know, when, when the Egyptians were surrounded and they had to leave Egypt into a place where they, they had a new beginning, they had to face some darkness, right? They had to face the unknown, They had no road to follow, no guide to lead them, and they didn't know where they were going. Can you think of what they must have felt like sitting there in Egypt, and God is saying, I'm taking you to the promised land, but you do not have your guide before you leave. You don't know know where you're going, and um, you don't know that your attitude is going to keep you in the desert for 40 years. Can you imagine? I wonder if they would have still left Egypt if if they knew all those things. The, The desert journey was supposed to be something like 14 days if it was done in one, in one session. But because of their whining and complaining and the character building that God had to put in them, it actually lasted 40 years. I prefer 14 days, right? Who's with me in that? I would much rather do a 14-day journey through a desert than 40 years. But God provided along the way. God always provided for his people. And I'm going to focus on a very special provision he gave them. He gave them a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day, right? Have you ever read that? A a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. Exodus 13 verse 21 to 22 says, The Lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them on their way and a pillar of fire by night to give them light that they may travel by day and by night. Isn't this just how special God is? He knows they're going into a desert, and he understands their weakness. Can you imagine all the children that had to be between those millions of people? Today's weather actually made us realize how much we need shade, right? It was super, super hot today. And God, in his mercy, puts a cloud over them in the day and a pillar of fire at night, a cloud to keep them cool in the day and a pillar of fire at night to keep them warm. That's how much God knows our needs. He didn't swing it around and keep them warm in the day and keep them cold at night because everybody knows in a desert it's super cold at night, right? God gives them a cloud in the day and a pillar of fire at night. We often know Christ as our Redeemer, as the Great I Am, as the Passover Lamb, but do we know Christ as our pillar of, of fire and our cloud? Have you ever thought of God as your pillar of fire? or your cloud that's covering you and giving you shelter and fresh breeze in a hot day. Jesus is the pillar of of cloud and fire in your lives today. It's two pillars. My husband was telling me that they often thought that the the cloud in the day was actually also fire, but because of the daylight, it looked like a cloud. But it's just how God worked through the pillar and the crowd. Amen. Just as God led the children of Israel from Egypt into the promised land by the cloud and fire, so today Jesus leads us daily by his word and by his spirit. Amen? By his word and by his spirit. He wants to lead you. He doesn't love the Israelites more than he loves you and I. Amen? Sometimes we forget God wants to be involved in the small detail of every day. He doesn't just want to be involved in the big picture. He wants to be involved in everything. 
John 8 verse 12 says, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and those who embrace me will experience life-giving light, and they will never walk in darkness. Can I read that scripture again? It's so beautiful. Can we, John 8 verse 12, Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, and those who embrace me Remember, my husband was talking this morning about whosoever, and then there's other things in the Bible that is if something that you have to apply to your life. Those that embrace me will experience life-giving light, and they will never walk in darkness. I actually looked at that never, and in the Greek, it's repeated. So it actually reads, then Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, and those who embrace me will experience life-giving light, and they will never, no never, walk in darkness. Amen? Are you guys with me? It says, never, no, never walk in darkness. It's just so beautiful how God puts that for us, right? The story of the Israelites, the pillars give us three things to know how to make it through the unknown. There's many, many things. I'm just going to focus on three things tonight, okay? And if you guys remember the three things tonight, we're going to have got through a good evening. The first thing is the pillar was a manifestation of God's presence. When they saw that pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire, they knew it was God with them. Imagine a constant reminder that God is with you. How beautiful is that? Sometimes if we just look at the beautiful clouds outside, and I know this is a very practical sermon tonight, but when you look at the clouds and you see the beauty that God puts around us, it's sometimes just a reminder. He's just giving you a wink that he's aware of you, right? Amen? Throughout the book of Exodus, the Lord's presence was a constant manifestation of God's presence. A constant manifestation. When Moses went up Mount Sinai to the burning bush, there was fire, right? And it was a constant reminder of God's presence. He met with God. Today, you can still meet with God. You don't need a burning bush. You just need to make the time to go up Mount Sinai right? And your mind, Sinai, might be in the morning, in the afternoon, or the evening, but you need to make time to go up and spend time with the Lord. His power is with you, and He's for you. Amen? He's with you, and He's for you. The Word of God will carry you into God's presence and beyond your senses. We live in a very sense-based world, right? It's how I'm feeling, what I'm doing, what I'm experiencing. You're feeling all the time these things going on on the inside of you where God's presence is constant. God doesn't love you more tomorrow than he loves you today. He doesn't think you, you're really nice tomorrow and today thinks, oh, this child of mine, <laughs> right? He's constant. We often forget that the comforter, the Holy Spirit is always with us. He's a fire, he's a cloud, he's a wind, he's a rain, he's all these beautiful elements. But remember, more than that, he's a person. So these are just parts of who he is. But the Holy Spirit, a friend who dispels of all darkness, is with us all the time. Isaiah 9 verse 2 says, Those who walked in darkness have seen a radiant light shining upon them. They once lived in the shadows of death, but now a glorious light has dawned. In your situation, God is the glorious light that is dawned. Jesus is the light that rescues the lost. He's the comfort for the hurting. He's the wholeness for the broken. He's the escape for the captive. He's the light of joy. He's the light of revelation. He's the light of deliverance. And his presence gives us the power. And this is what gives us the light in our everyday. 
Did you get that? <laughs> Amen. He gives us the light every day. He's our, he's our joy in our step. He's our breath in our lungs. He's the, what we see every day. We can behold so much beauty of the Lord. His presence is with us. Remember the pillar of fire and the cloud. The first thing that it reminds us of is that his presence is with us. The presence of God is available in your life 24-7. The question tonight is, do you allow the light of God's presence to shine in? Do you allow the light of God's presence to shine in? God so badly wants to shine into every area, but do you allow him to? We've been spending a lot of time with the, with the music ministry on this platform. Um, we start practicing, and then before we know it, we're worshiping, and then before we know it, it's, it's tissues and tears and all sorts of beautiful things, amen? And this last week, we were doing a, the song that we did this morning, The Refiner's Fire. Do you guys remember it this morning? And it was such a interesting moment because as we sat singing the song, we realized that some of us are a little bit more cautious to sing the song. Do you remember the song from this morning? Refiner's fire, with the altars where you need us, take me there. Let me read you the words quickly. It says, with the altars where you meet me, take me there, take me there. If you're looking for an offering, it's right here. My life is here. I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're a fire, the refiner, I want to be consumed. You see, church, many times we don't want the light to shine into our areas. We have certain doors in our lives where we say, keep out. I kind of got this, God. I don't need you here. Or we don't want God to invade that area because it will actually mean that I have to let go of it. Who's a little bit of control freaks in the building? I'm totally that, right? I, I want to know every step of the way in 3D. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> I know many ladies <laughs> have that challenge in our lives. And yeah, we're coming and we're saying, if there's an altar and there's something that needs to lie on the altar, take my life. Then the chorus says, I want to be tried by fire purified. Take whatever you desire, Lord, here's my life. Then the second verse says, if your glory wants to come in, let it fall. I wonder sometimes if that's our prayer tonight. If your glory, if your presence, if your pillar of fire wants to come in, am I going to allow it to fall? Amen? Am I going to allow it to burn away things that are keeping me from him? The most beautiful thing about God's fire is it's not there to hurt you. It's there to bring out the best in you. Amen? It says, Lord, your fire is consuming. Fill this place, set it ablaze. I'm a living sacrifice for you. You're a fire, the refiner. I want to be consumed. Amen? So the fire of God's presence is firstly to know that he's there for you. Amen, ladies, in the middle here? Hallelujah. I see you very happy tonight. <laughs> the pillar provides protection. So that's my second point tonight. First, it's the presence of God is manifest in my life. The second thing is the pillar of fire in the cloud is my protection. Psalm 103 verse 39 says, He spreads a cloud for covering and fire to illuminate my night. Isn't that beautiful? He spreads a cloud for covering and a fire to illumine my night, to light up my night. The pillar of cloud was the covering from the scorching heat. 
And the, the fire was warmth in the evening. When the Egyptians pursued Israel, what happened? The cloud moved in between them and the Egyptians, and they couldn't come near the Israelites at night. Do you remember that part in the, in the, in the, in the reading, in the scripture reading? The cloud actually became a wall in between them and the enemy. And today, church, God is the wall between you and the enemy. The enemy cannot touch you. And ladies, I want to tell you, the deeper the pain you've gone through, and now I'm going to my lady sermon, <laughs> the deeper the pain you're going through, the greater the work of the Holy Spirit and the greater your testimony. Isn't that beautiful? So many of us have gone through a lot of pain. Many of us have gone through a lot of things in our lives. But the deeper the pain, the deeper the healing and the deeper the testimony. Amen? You start getting authority in that area. When the Egyptians were going to have to go through God, the Egyptians would have to go through God if they had to get to the Israelites. That cloud represented God. So for anything to get through you, guess what? It has to go through God. Amen? <laughs> Are you still with me? <laughs> Today, God is still our protection. God is still our protection. Psalm 23 verse 4 says, The Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fears, and I will never be lonely, for you are near. That's the Passion Translation. Look at this beautiful translation. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me. Do we know the scripture? Amen? But remember, to have a shadow means there has to be a, a light. Can we look at that scripture again? So when it says, when I walk through the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. There's a light with me. I cannot have a shadow without a light. So even in the darkest time, in the darkest shadow, the light is with me. Amen? To have a shadow means that there has to be a light. Amen. God took the Israelites through the desert. He didn't build a bridge over the Red Sea. <laughs> Who would rather like a bridge? <laughs> I think if I stood at that sea, a bridge would have looked much sweeter to me, right? But God didn't build a bridge because he wanted to take them through the Red Sea. Today, he sometimes doesn't take you over a situation. <laughs> he takes you through it. And when you follow Jesus, the light in your life, you are under his protection. Amen? We are safe and protected. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are safe and protected. The pillar of fire is within you. Amen. The pillar of fire is within you. We don't have to wait for an external pillar of fire anymore. God has placed the Holy Spirit, the pillar of fire on the inside of us now. Now we need to get a God confidence in his protection. Amen? A God confidence in his protection. The pillar provides guidance. Young ladies, what does the pillar provide? Guidance. So what's the first thing the pillar provides? Gives us a, a reason to remember that we have the manifest presence of God in our lives. It's protection. And the third point is guidance. I'm not going to keep you long tonight. Amen. The primary purpose of the pillar of cloud and the fire was to lead the way for the children of Israel through the wilderness into the promised land. 
It was their guide. The cloud set the direction and the timing for the Israelites. Amen? The cloud set the timing. When the cloud stood still, what did the Israelites do? They waited. When the cloud moved, they packed up and they started moving. Today, we need to start setting our timing with the cloud of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit says stop, what do we need to do? We need to stop. And if the Holy Spirit says move, what do we need to do? We need to start moving. We need to start walking in the confidence of this manifest presence in our lives every day. Does the pillar of fire do the same for you today? My question again, do you stop when the Holy Spirit says stop? And do you walk when the Holy Spirit says walk? Good question. Ask your neighbor, say, is, is the cloud of fire in the, and, and still in your life today? Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathways of your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. As your guide. We have a guide. So don't make it difficult. <laughs> Imagine God saying to you, don't you make it difficult. Don't be stubborn when I take you where you've not been before. <laughs> Don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. How easy is that? Don't let me pull you along. God is saying, don't be stubborn. Amen. We never stubborn, us women. I don't know about the men, but we, we're never stubborn, right? Let me hear amen. You can only move toward your God-given destiny or away from it. There's only two options. You can only move towards it or away from it. You choose which one. What can you learn from this? As Christians, Jesus chooses our path. He is the Lord and the master of my life. If I believe that the pillar of cloud and the fire leads me, I do not choose the path of my life. Amen? I do not choose. I'm not the master of my life. That's why when we, we sing, you're a fire, purify me, put me on the altar. I'm saying, Lord, I'm not the master of my life. I'm not the master of my life. Far too often people want to be disciples of Jesus without accepting the discipline it takes to be one. Can I repeat that again? That's from my husband's sermon this morning. Far too often people, we want to be disciples of Jesus. We want to say we serve Jesus. But I serve Jesus based on this term and this term and this term. And I want to do this and this and this for Jesus, but don't ask me that. Amen? Without accepting the discipline to be one, it takes discipline to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes discipline to, when you are offended, to let it go. Does it pain? Yes, it pains. <laughs> Amen? Who, who, who just finds it easy just to forgive? It's just like somebody who forgives you, it hurts you, and you just let it go. Amen? But it's, it takes a discipline to do it over and over and over and over again. Because today I might get it right, but tomorrow I might not. Amen? As Christians, we watch where he goes and we follow him. Watch and follow. Watch and follow. Don't tell Jesus where to go. Many of us tell Jesus our path. Right? Lord, I want this and this and this. But you know why God doesn't like that? Because your path could be very small and very narrow compared to what he actually has planned for you. Amen? What you actually think is your breakthrough is maybe something really small compared to what God has for you. Amen? So we need to watch and follow. As women of destiny, we need to watch and follow. 
Watch and follow. Where's the leading of the Holy Spirit taking me? Where's his manifest presence taking me? Secondly, the Lord Jesus himself will guide you in your ways to heaven. He's the light that shines on your path. He's the light that shines on your path. When you go through a shadow, valley of the shadow of death, he's the light even there in your valley. The sheep know his voice, right? Because they know where he, they know their father. Do you know the voice of God this evening? Do you know what God is saying to you this evening? The shepherd does not drive the sheep. He walks and we follow. He doesn't drive us. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He won't come and hurt you. Amen? Amen? That is exactly what the children of Israel were doing as they followed the pillar of cloud and the fire. Isaiah 9 verse 2 says, Those who walked in darkness have seen a radiant light shining upon them. They once lived in the shadow of death, but now a glorious light has dawned. A glorious light. So the three points I gave you tonight, the Lord's presence is a sign of a pillar of fire in your life. He guides you and he protects you. Amen? It's a simple message, but if you can keep this in your heart, it's going to be great as you walk into this next week. Amen? God has given us the leading of the pillars every day. You have the leading of the Holy Spirit every morning, every afternoon, every evening. 24-7, you have the leading of the Holy Spirit. He has never left us in the dark. Turn to your neighbor and say, God doesn't leave you in the dark. God doesn't leave you in the dark. Now, as we embrace this light of Jesus, our world lights up. Isn't your world very different if you think of the presence of Jesus in your life? Amen? Amen? Now we are called to be a light into the world. Now the scripture comes together again. You are the light in the world. Can a, a candle be hid under a table? No, it must be set on a hill. Because this light on the inside of us is so easy to show others. Matthew 5 verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. Let others see your light from a distance. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? Amen? So the light on the inside of you becomes the light on a hilltop for others. Now, that presence, that protection, that guidance is not just for me. I can actually show someone else that they can live this life under the pillow of fire and the cloud by day. When we allow God's word, our pillow of fire to go before us, before our ears and into our hearts, it stimulates us to do that which God has called us to do. If the pillar of fire goes before our ears and before our eyes, we will start doing what God wants us to do. So we need to get to a place, church, to be stronger than your strongest excuse. <laughs> right? We need to get stronger than our strongest excuse. What is your excuse tonight? We have no excuse as Christians because God has given us every single tool to overcome in this world. Yes, there'll be times where it will be tough, but those tough times are not like those in the world because those in the world haven't realized that the Holy Spirit also wants to dwell with them and also wants to lead them and also wants to comfort them. We need to get to a place where we are stronger than our strongest excuse. Write that down and, and go think about it this week. What is your strongest excuse not to be who God's called you to be? What is your strongest excuse? 
And God, be stronger than that strongest excuse in your life. Because there is no excuse when it comes to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. God did not give us an excuse not to die. So let's take time to actually just quieten our hearts, to actually get to a place and say, Lord, for me to give you control as the fire that leads me by day and the cloud, uh, the cloud by day and the fire by night, I need to get on the altar, right? I need to get me out the way. And then I will see the beauty of God's presence in everything in my life. Amen. I'll see the beauty of God in everything in my life. But be stronger than your strongest excuse. That's my ending for tonight. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.